Welcome to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I am Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is Rob. <laughs> That's all I get? <laughs> it's season two. <laughs> People are tired of hearing the fantastical or whatever the heck you used to say. I'm okay with just being Rob. I could be husband Rob, I could be, you know. Mm, I don't know, maybe you'll get upgraded again. Wedding day assistant. Maybe you'll get upgraded again. <laughs> Next episode, we'll find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not wedding season again. I know. We have a oh. whole nother year, basically. It's only February. I mean, till wedding season starts up again. No, we have weddings this year. Yeah, but it's very limited this year, as opposed to what we were expecting in last year and this year even. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But we still have a wedding season, for now. Yes, for now. <laughs> yeah, so you'll get all your titles back when you, you know, we're back in wedding season. <laughs> okay. I think that's only fair. They're wedding season dependent. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, because, like, what titles would I give you now during non-wedding season? I don't know, like, supportive husband? Okay, maybe next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late to redo the intro. But yes, this is season two, episode one, and we're going to address the age-old question of you're engaged. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. Because lots of people feel like they have to do stuff right away, like we did. Yeah, but you also married a wedding planner. And we were trying to stay awake because we'd just gotten back from Europe. That too. And you liked the place. You liked the venue. Yeah. It just hey. worked out. It, it all worked out. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying. Like, anyways, back to everybody who's listening. It's not about us. I know. <laughs> so anyways, happy engagement to all the people who are newly engaged listening to this. After your partner has popped the question, the ring is on your hand, and all of your tears of joy is clear because... Everyone knows you'll cry. Let's face it. You're going to be feeling lots and lots of feelings. Probably excited. And then maybe like a little bit anxious. And some nerves. And maybe some nerves. I think that goes with anxiousness. But don't worry. This means that you're basically just in like thought overload. Because you're just trying to figure it all out. And... So before you like just go crazy on your Pinterest board, we want to give you some suggestions of what to do first. You want to take the first one? Yeah. Take some time to just be happy together. Like just relax. This is a big thing that you just did. And it's good to just like hang out and drink it all in. Appreciate the person that you're with and the fact that they said yes. Unless they said no, then I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just spend time and appreciate the fact that you are now to be wed. Yeah, and don't feel pressured to, like, start calling people and making decisions right away. It can wait. So, like, stay in your, like, little engagement bubble as long as you want. And, um... Right now is probably the perfect time to stay in your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, COVID jokes. 
The second thing we want to suggest is announcing to your family first and then friends that are like family and then everyone else. It should definitely go in that priority in my opinion um, because I don't feel like your parents would be super happy about finding out that you're engaged via social media. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't want to find out via Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever the kids are using these days. <laughs> TikTok. Totally. And like your best friends, I feel like fall into like the VIP category, not even best friends, like good friends. They should definitely be on like the need to know list. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anyone I'm forgetting in that list? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Parents, best friends. Oh, grandparents. Grandparents. Siblings. Well, there's, they're, yeah, they're, they're part family. of the family thing. Yeah. yeah. If you have cousins or, that are really or close extended to. family that mm -hmm. you're really close to, yeah, definitely let them know first. Yeah. Um, and then we are also going to say that you should get your engagement ring sized and insured. Um, and I know that some people out there are super lucky and they have a ring that fits right away and i don't know anyone like that <laughs> I, well, it's almost impossible unless you like sneak into your partner's ring and figure out exactly what size again, they are. it's different based on jewelry a little bit too every yeah. once in a while so i know that you're going to want to wear the ring everywhere, but it's going to take some time to get it sized. So definitely go get it sized right away because then you, don't, you won't run the risk of losing it if it doesn't fit or cutting off your circulation if it's too tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D don't pull a... Don't, don't do what I did. <laughs> what did you do? Well, I proposed in Greece and we still had a few weeks left of oh, our wow. trip and you wanted to wear the engagement ring, but it was too big. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. It all worked out. Yep. Um, and also, too, usually the original jeweler will size it for free. And also, like, if you're like Rob and you check the ring into your checked luggage <laughs> and not in your carry-on and it gets lost, then you have insurance to cover getting a new one. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't pull a me. <laughs> Um, so from there, you'd want to pick your wedding party and plan your engagement party, but only if you want them. Um, this is basically like not a must-have. I feel like they used to be must-haves, um, but now they're definitely not. No. And like we didn't have a wedding party. Nope. Um, and we didn't even have an engagement party. Well, we had a surprise engagement party. But I um, <laughs> I feel like if you're going to do these, you want to decide these like fairly soon because these people are going to be like helping you throughout the process. And usually the people you invite to the engagement party are going to also be the people you invite to your wedding in most cases. Yeah. Um, and if your engagement party will actually be the first party that your um, wedding party helps you throw, if you want one, of yep. course. So the earlier you ask, the more you can take advantage of that help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take too much advantage. No, but, but still, it's nice to have yeah. people on your side. Um, 
The next thing is about your wedding timeline. Um, I know like probably a million people have probably asked you already if you've picked your date yet and you probably haven't, but um, just this is to kind of think out and feel out like, okay, do you want to get married in six months? Do you want to get married in a year? Do you want to get married during COVID? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to get married in the summertime, in the fall, in the winter, in the spring? Do you even want to like get married where you live or do you want to wait until we can travel again? So that's the kind of thing that you want to talk about right off the bat so that like one person isn't thinking that they're got like a couple of years to plan a wedding and the other person's like, no, let's go do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, being on the same page for time frame is is crucial. Definitely. And then from there, you can get inspired. You can start gathering your inspiration and checking out your wedding websites and magazines. Why are you laughing right now? Hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hopefully none of you can hear that our cat is having lunch right now. <laughs> Anyways, um... I'm going to stress this part. With your partner, you want to pick the overall themes that you like. Not just by yourself. You want your partner's opinion as well because this is like both of your aesthetic and style coming together. And at this point, like, don't start narrowing things down. If you see it, you like it, just stick it in the Pinterest board or like keep that magazine page or whatever. Only if it's your own magazine. Don't rip out other people's pages and magazines. And (laughs) guys can have an opinion. You can say, I like this or I don't like this. You you don't always have to agree. You're looking at me like I made you agree on everything. No, you didn't. No, no, no. I just know that there is... I don't want to say a stigma, but there's there's definitely like a, a stereotype. A stereotype where guys just kind of go along with whatever. Yeah, their and then is. if they're like really interested, then they get like labeled as a groomzilla or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, like that. Like, have a conversation about it. Talk about what you what you like and find a commonality. Totally. Like I know we had a groom that said that he wanted, like I was asking what their favorite colors were. And one of his favorite colors, which isn't really a color, it's a shade, (laughs) is black. And his soon to be wife was really concerned that it was going to like end up coming off like a funeral. But we found a happy medium so that like they could still have um, black as like an accent color, and then the rest of the colors, which like this like moody red and like this forest green, like really take the showcase. And then the black was kind of like to anchor it mm-hmm. a little bit with like some gold accents. So it still came off as a wedding and not a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Um, from here, I really, and this is like, this for me is like a must find a wedding photographer mm-hmm. because then you can book a photographer really early for your, if you have your date already figured out because the best ones are usually worth every single penny you spend on them. I know you can attest to that. I can definitely attest to that. I think we and, both can. Yeah. And that's not even from like our own experience with a wedding photography for us but like even when we suggest certain photographers to couples the reason that we're suggesting 
the ones that people think cost an arm and a leg, which I think is unfair, is because they're really good at capturing candid moments, the details, and I feel like the only thing that you really have left after the whole day is done is these photos to look back on. So definitely do your research, see who you can afford in your budget, and a lot of the times these photographers will include an engagement photo session in the package um, or like a reduced cost for your engagement photo session and this is a really good time to like see how you guys jive with the photographer and also if maybe like you even like the photos that they take of you because if that is not something that jives then obviously you don't want them as your wedding photographer yeah. <laughs> plus it'll give you some practice i feel like um engagement shoots get like way underrated because of that reason it gives you a, like especially if you don't get professional photos done all the time it gives you a lot of like ideas of um posing and all of that and if you have a really good photographer they'll walk you through all of like what looks good on camera and videographer as well. Yes, but you don't have to book a videographer yet. No. No. But again, if you do have somebody who's like really on like your top priority list that you've seen do other weddings and you really like them, then definitely take a look at them. Um, so the last thing that you should do is set a date and start booking. <laughs> And I know that's a little contradictory because I just said, like, you should book your photographer, but that's only if you have a date. Um, but, like, if you have, you know, enjoyed your engagement, been in your bubble, all of that jazz, then set your date and you can start booking. And if your budget allows, and I'm not saying this because I'm biased. Because <laughs> you're a wedding planner? <laughs> Maybe you should say it. <laughs> Get a wedding planner. <laughs> if even if you can't afford in your budget to have a wedding planner for full planning services, you can get a month of coordinator. Um, but full planning, if it is something that is viable for you, really helps because like this person will help bring all of the pieces together for you a lot easily, a lot more easily. Especially if like say you both have full-time jobs and like you have so many other things going on in your life that it's not something that you can dedicate enough time to. Wedding planning takes a lot more time than you think it should. <laughs> yeah, which is why I'm glad I married you. <laughs> so if a wedding planner is not in your cards, I would suggest that you, once you've like narrowed down your theme, start booking with your venue because your venue will definitely set the tone for the rest of the event. And it will also help you figure out the rest of the pieces in your budget, say like your decor, because if you've settled on a, a venue that's maybe less expensive than you, but it doesn't look exactly how you want it to look, then you'll end up spending more money on making it pretty. Just kinds of things to think about. I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think um, so. so. in the end, remember that there isn't an official wedding planning timeline that you have to stick to as soon as you've been engaged. Um, don't start like doing all the planning until like you're ready to vote the time, the money, and the effort. And otherwise, 
Sit back, relax, and enjoy being engaged for as long as you are comfortable with. Thanks for listening, and until next week, stay rad. We will be talking to Doris from Your Love Profiles, and we can't wait because she is our first guest.